This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning! What's going on, Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia? You're listening in to another edition of AWOD Radio here on a Saturday morning. A little later start today. Myself and my producer, Donald. We got to sleep in today, Donald. A little nicer for us because we're usually working here 7.30 to 10 a.m., but we're showing, uh, we're doing a BetQL tournament show in the morning and then be broadcasting here till 12 noon today. So we got to sleep in, which means more energy, right, Donald? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm feeling rejuvenated, ready to go. Let, let's do this. Absolutely. Last week I was complaining because I didn't get to get my cup of coffee before the show, right? So right. So stopped at Gregory's today. Uh, I got my coffee and my water. Have you seen the logo for Gregory's? Does I it, hadn't. I'm, you're showing me it, it right like now. Me a little bit. <laughs> it's like a guy wearing glasses. Yeah, yeah. Now that you say that, I can't unsee it now. But uh, I actually, so I went with Drab last week, and this is just random. But the Gre- Gregory's logo, it's actually two cups of coffee, and I didn't realize that until I took a closer oh, look. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of far away right now, but yeah, I see <laughs> that now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it looks like glasses, but it's two cups of coffee. That's cool. So we're we're coffeeed up here, ready to rock and roll. And last night's NCAA tournament action was awesome, man. So much uh, great basketball. There will be more games today, uh, but let's start by recapping. So yesterday, St. Peter's with a huge victory, the first ever 15 seed to make it to the Elite Eight. That's elite. Uh, Shaheen Holloway, I, I just loved how, did you see after the game, the press conference or the interview he did on the court and the players were just storming. I mean, they were ready to just mob him and hug him and and get all over him and, and show him their love. And he was like, guys, relax. Hold, I got to finish this interview. Uh, and then he what, he, what was his final line? He said, what are they going to say now? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. I love that. And I mean, that's just the beauty of March Madness and, you know, brackets and everything. Just those unexpected wins. But Definitely didn't see this out of St. Peter, so I'm excited to see what they do moving forward. I just can't believe like the way the players love him and the way he speaks to them. He's mm-hmm. so he's so soft spoken. Yep. You know, and and we're just so used to like growing up. Gary Williams was my favorite coach, and you know, like Gary Williams, the opposite of soft spoken, right? Like <laughs> he's ready to blow a bu- blood vessel when he's talking to you. His face is gonna get red. I think Coach K is kind of like that as well. Like I would be so scared to talk to Coach K. Uh, I was in a 
press conference once, and I, I literally thought I was going to, you know, use the restroom in my pants if I asked him a question. <laughs> so I did, decided not to. Uh, but Coach K is like an imita- – a lot of coaches are, like, intimidating like that. He's the opposite. He's like he's like your best friend. I, I, he leads by example, the fact that he played in the NBA. And, you know, he's he just shows it. Yeah, I think to your point, there's just certain coaches there. There's different styles, you know. Some are more intense, you know, kind of like you say, you're almost, like, afraid to talk to them like the Coach K's or I think of, like, a Greg Popovich or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then there's more of the, like, kind of man of the people type coaches. You know what I mean? Not I saying think that Jim those guys, like that. Exactly. Not saying the other guys aren't because clearly they have successful programs. But, yeah, you know, there's just different styles of coaching. I want to talk about this St. Peter's run, and specifically the fact is that – so they they beat Purdue last night, who was the three seed in, the, um, in that region, but in the East region. But really, I mean, Purdue was a great team all year. Could have been a two seed, possibly a one seed even. I mean, they had two seven-footers. Right, like Williams was the backup seven footer off the bench. He came in, had sixteen points, eight rebounds last night. the The reason that this St. Peter's run is so great to me is if you look at every game. Okay, they defeated Kentucky eighty five seventy nine. They defeated Murray State seventy to sixty. They defeated Purdue sixty seven sixty four. All three of those games, when it came to the under four timeout, right, the under four media timeout in college basketball, it was a one possession game in all those games. And St. Peter's just came out and outballed them. You know, the playmaking, uh, ball handling, keeping the play alive, uh, the extra pass, not being selfish, right? Team basketball. Every single game, they won it in the final three and four minutes of the game. And that's on coaching, that's on players, and it's just unbelievable. I mean, that that's my favorite thing about it, is that it's like, they're the underdog. They're the Cinderella team. You think, oh, maybe they got off to an early lead and and they didn't let it up. No, this game was tied under the four minute timeout there in the in all three of their victories, and they came out on top, man. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I hadn't really drawn that observation, but yeah, I mean, it's the fa- basketball, man. Yeah, I was going to say the fact that they show up in crunch time. To your point, they're not coming in with an early lead and then they just kind of maintain it. Yeah, they're going in there. It's tied when. And they're proving to be the better team because if some of these other top-ranked teams, to your point, you know, if they're as highly ranked as they should be, that means in that time when it's really counting, they should be showing up. But, you know, St. Peter's is handling business. I've seen it a lot of times in this tournament. Now, North Carolina, we'll get to that in a second. That's a different story. But, like, most of the time, these teams that are high-ranked play hero ball. North Carolina did that with Caleb Love. He just didn't miss. I mean, dude went 6 of 13 from 3, and North Carolina got the victory over UCLA. Uh, I thought it was an exciting game in that one because it was basically back and forth for 38 minutes. I had UCLA going to the Final Four in my bracket. Obviously, I'm going for them. Johnny Juzang, Tiger Campbell, Ame Hawkes. Uh, But Caleb Love turned into Steph Curry at the end of that game there. He would not miss. He scored 30 points in total, hitting six three-pointers, including two deep clutch threes that were like, you know, way behind the three-point line to put UNC ahead. He had ice in his veins. I thought that was the best player performance of the tournament um, so far. I mean, really, he has had two halves of basketball in the entire tournament. The first half against Marquette, he had like 20 points. And then that second half uh, the other night, again, or last night against UCLA, he was incredible. Um, and then Miami, in their matchup against Iowa State, their guards were just too much. And Larinaga is dancing his way to the Elite Eight. So today's action, we've got at 6 p.m. today, the five-seed Houston and Kevin Sampson's just done such an incredible job coaching that team. I mean, back-to-back uh, Elite Eights, a chance to get to back-to-back Final Fours. He's going to have to go against Jay Wright and 
And that's going to be an interesting one because I watched both those teams play in their previous matchup, right, in their Sweet 16 matchup. And the reason that they won is because of offensive efficiency. Like, when you watch Villanova play, it's so pleasing to the eye because they will always make the extra pass. You know, like, they'll give up an open three for a layup. You know, they will, uh, if it's a pick and roll, they'll have the guy roll to the basket. And then if it's a tough uh, little jumper, short hook, he'll kick it out to another guy and just keep the ball alive. And, you know, they they use most of the shot clock. I mean, Jay Wright's, his offensive sets get easy looks at the basket. And I thought Houston, in their matchup, was very similar. Their ball movement was very, was you know, very nice to watch. I mean, uh, they were getting a lot of layups because it was, it felt like every time they had the ball, they found a way to get a three-on-two break and, uh, you know, just take advantage of the matchups there. And so that'll be a good one tonight. Uh, Houston against Villanova, I would lean Villanova because Jay Wright just, he wins when it comes to March. He's one of the best uh, coaches in the NCAA tournament in the last 10 years. 8.50 tonight is number four, Arkansas against two-seed Duke. And I think a lot of people are going to be going with Duke here, but Arkansas definitely not a team to sleep on. I should have known because I've been doing college basketball uh, on my show's Pretty much for the last two months here, I've been. It's a big, you know. I'm a huge fan of of college basketball. I think March Madness is the most fun thing. And one of the college basketball experts I had on a month ago said that Houston and Arkansas were the best two teams in the country. And I said, no, no, no. I'm going to go with Gonzaga and Arizona. And I was wrong on both of those. So those two upsets happened there. And so the four seed Arkansas will face off against two seed Duke. I hope we'll, that Duke wins there because we have the there's an idea that. This could be, this is obviously Coach K's last season, but it could end up being the first time North Carolina and Duke ever meet in an NCAA tournament in a Final Four. That would be the perfect tournament. I don't think you could imagine it any better than that. Um, It's just so much fun to watch every March, and and this has been a great one. So many upsets. I mean, the fact that St. Peter's is the first 15 seed to get to to the Elite Eight, it's been great. And so we've got action today, and then on Sunday, 10 seed Miami against Kansas and the 15 seed St. Peter's against number eight North Carolina. There are some big NBA games today that I did want to talk about here in my opening segment uh, because I'll be watching them tonight. 8 p.m. The Bulls against the Cavs. That's kind of like a, a playoff matchup already right there. I would lean Bulls uh, in that one, but the Cavs, they're, they're so tall. You never know what's going to happen. NBA TV tonight. The marquee matchup is the Nets facing off against the Heat. Uh, Donald, did you see the heat the other night with uh, Udonis Haslam and Eric Spolstra? I did. Yeah, I saw the the dysfunction on the on the sidelines. There. I, you know what? I loved it though. It, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Haslam's got to do something to get paid. Right? <laughs> I mean, he's earning his paycheck now. I guess. I was looking at it so, the other day. So he's forty one years old. Since two thousand and sixteen seventeen, he hasn't played more than fifteen games a year. So basically, he's getting paid to be an assistant coach on the bench. I was going to say, I, f- I feel like Haslam has one of the best jobs in the NBA. <laughs> I mean, you're still considered a player. You get to travel with the team. You get courtside seats every game. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's you, cool. It, yeah, and like you said, he only played 15 games in, what, the last five or right. whatever When he years? comes in, he, he like immediately fouls three times and gets and, a tactical. Yeah, and, I, and I'm done. I'm and out. And he'll shoot one long two. Right, and then two from the and he has a twenty-year career, so if he gets fined or something, I'm sure that's not <laughs> bothering him too much. It's crazy when you think about it. He was on the team with Dwayne Wade and Shaq. Oh, sick! Like that's crazy. Two thousand six. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's also another reason why Eric Spolstra is one of my favorite coaches. The For, the Heat have been a contender basically since then. 
Yeah, I mean, in today's NBA, he's definitely upper echelon in, in coaches. And then 8 p.m. tonight, I'll be watching Bucks against the Grizzlies. That's also a topic that I'll get to later in, on in my show, and I have Justin Fensterman at 11 a.m. for that reason from SiriusXM to go around the NBA. With all the injuries in the Western Conference, with Chris Paul now returning for the Suns, but we don't know if he's going to be able to stay healthy. John Morant out another two weeks here for the Grizzlies, and Steph Curry out for the regular season. Is it time to start looking closely at, and a team like the Denver Nuggets or the Dallas Mavericks or even just hope that the Lakers, you know, even though they'll probably be the 10 seed, have to be a play-in game. If they do make it as an 8 seed, maybe they're playing against a 1 seed in the Phoenix Suns that's not fully healthy. Or even if they are, if they get Anthony Davis back, that's a rematch from last year. And I would probably go with the Lakers to get their revenge. I think it's, it's things are going to shake up in the Western Conference here as there's just about, uh, you know, 10 or 15 games left in the NBA season here. And then Darren Haynes, uh, CBS Sport, CBS's local sports reporter, will join me at 10.30 today. So Darren Haynes, 10.30. Justin Fensterman, 11 a.m. You're listening to AWOD Radio here till 12 noon. Don't go anywhere. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to The Fan here on a Saturday morning. You're listening to AWOD Radio, Adam Epstein, my producer Donald today. Donald, I have a hot take, a super hot take about the football team. Who the commanders should draft? Should I say it now or should I save it? Because if I save it for 11-15, I think I'm going to do that because that way I could take callers on it. Take callers on it. We'll do it for the second half of the show because coming up next, I'm going to go around D.C. sports with Darren Haynes of CBS 9 here. Uh, So let's talk about the Washington Wizards. What's going on with the Wiz here on my Wiz Town segment here on The Fan with Adam Epstein? We have to embrace the tank. 
we have to embrace the tank. Because, look, I want to talk about it because this is the toughest time of the season for true fans of this team. Like, if you're a true Wizards fan, this is the toughest time of the year because we're still watching every game, but we're sitting players, you know, we're sitting Kuzma now, and we're losing, 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 and even though we won last night, I kind of wish we lost. Yeah. That's the type of the season that we're at right now. It's that point in the season where you have to embrace the tank. Uh, the Wizards the Wizards lose to the Milwaukee Bucks, um, but they were winning for most of the game there, and, and, and Denny was balling out, and... I was watching it, and I was like, man, I don't know what to root for here with the Wizards. But we have to embrace the tank. We have to. And so the Wizards lose to the Bucks, beat the Pistons 100-97. to And I watched that game last night, and I was blown away by Denny Avdia having 17 points in the first half. He was 7 of 16 from the field, 3 of 7 from the three-point line. And that was the perfect game from him. And And... That's what I'm looking for right now. When I watch the Wizards games, I'm not watching for the final score. I'm watching because I'm going to look at the box score and check in on Rui, Denny, and Corey Kispert. That's the most important thing for me. So although I I, I just want us to lose these games here because I, we have to get a, a better pick in the lottery, but it's just so tough right now to be a Wizards fan. Thomas Sadoransky is you know playing starter minutes now, and it's just... That's not the answer. I, I was looking at, you know, it feels like if you look on Wizards Twitter, everyone's talking about John Wall. We want the return of John Wall. I've seen that. I just don't see that happening. But the, re- the reason I'm bringing this up here is because I actually feel like this could be the most momentum we've had going into the offseason in a long time because of the fact that we have Bradley Beal sitting and waiting to return. Now, you can say what you want about him, like whether you're not, on the side that he should stay in D.C. and get paid the Supermax. But he's going to get paid the Supermax. That's just, like, realistically, that's what's going to happen. And so, if you're a Wizards fan, you have to look at the hope that that's a um, a big three light, right, with Kyle Kuzma, Bradley Beal, and Kristaps Porzingis, who had 30 points last night on 11 of 22 field goal shooting. His offensive efficiency is unbelievable. You know, he doesn't, he's not going to have a, a night where he goes 10 of 30. You know, or or five of twenty, like Bradley Beal has had in the past. He's a great shooter. So you have a big three light, and then you have your little three with your young guys in Rui, Kispert, and Danny Avdia. And so that's six guys right there. And so Washington has to find a way this offseason to grab four more guys. Four more guys. Because I feel good about those six. Now, Thomas Bryant, does he get re-signed? I'd say you probably move on from him. Is Smith. Do you keep him on the roster? I don't know if you're keeping Ishmith and Thomas Sadoransky on the roster. You got to have room for drafting a guy and getting a, another young player in there. And then the other guy is like a Contavious Caldwell Pope. I thought it was interesting. So Bradley Beal joined uh, Draymond Green. Did you check that out at all? I did see like a small snippet of that. Yeah. So he joined D- Draymond Green. And I thought the most telling part of the interview was when he said, "It's not that I don't want to be here. I asked myself, why can't I win here?" And he was saying that it's disappointing that D.C. isn't really like a destination home for free agents and that the way that that could happen would be in a trade. You have to like basically handcuff people and say, hey, you have to come to D.C. here. And so there has to be some trade pieces on this team. And I think Contavious Caldwell Pope is a guy that I would focus on. I just don't think he fits the mold of how this team will be moving forward. You know, it's a team that's going to be filled with a lot of international players. Um. And a, and, a, and a bigger roster. 
and he's kind of like your 3 and D guy that isn't shooting well. Another point of it is he was 0 for 3 last night, 2 of 10 from the field, and he started this entire season. And I don't know if you put that on Contavious Caldwell-Pope, but you could put it on Wes Unsell Jr. I mean, he has not changed this lineup. If you're a Wizards fan, the nice thing about this team is, if anything, you should have your center and your power forward positions locked down with Rui and Denny Avdia and with Porzingis and Daniel Gafford. Like, that should be your 1-2-1-2. You have to focus on other positions. The most important, I think, is point guard. And it sucks because we've been trying to get a point guard here for a long time. We drafted John Wall more than 10 years ago. One guy that I like uh, that we saw play last night for Purdue is is Jaden Ivey. Yeah, I like him a lot. He yep. he nearly hit that three to tie the game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I He's like him a lot. He's got a lot of confidence yep. in this game. I do. Um, so I, I think that's that's the plan here for Washington. You have those those six, okay? You have your Daniel Gafford, who's under contract. I would try to trade him. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not a fan of Daniel Gafford because I feel like he just so much reminds me of JaVale McGee. You know, <laughs> it's just I feel like he's such a goofball sometimes. He is. He does uh, not have good feet footwork. Yeah, it's just disappointing to your point. It's just because he started off so strong when we first got him from Chicago. And then he just seems to have kind of like hit a ceiling, I feel like. And, yeah. and I don't know that we can we can squeeze any more out of him. Like, I feel like we've seen the the best of him. Like, he's just. Absolutely. But my point is, though, is if he is going against the backup center for 82 games, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You for know? sure. Yeah. But when he's going against Embiid, no chance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. If he's your starter, then yeah, not a chance. As is he as your backup center, it's a it's a pretty good situation there. He's just probably overpaid from there. But this is the point in the season here where you watch the Washington Wizards last night, a victory over the Detroit Pistons, one hundred to ninety seven. And as much as it was it was nice to watch a win, you kind of hope that they had lose. We have to embrace the tank, Wizards fans. It's the time of the year here where the outcome of the game shouldn't matter. Look at the box score, all right? Keep track of the young guys. Another thing with Rui Hashimura is, I mean, how long until he's just going to, I don't know, like, just grow up and take advantage of your matchup every single night. I'm tired of seeing him shoot a great field goal percentage, 53%, 55%, 57%, 71% when he scored 12 points against the Golden State Warriors. Why are you not shooting more shots? Is that on him? Is that on the offense? I was going to say, it could. I mean, it could be the coach, and you brought up Wes Hunsell Jr. earlier. I mean, it could be just the rotation they're running, not getting him the ball enough, because to your point, the numbers are there. He shoots well when he gets it, but... I mean, Denny Avdia need... took advantage of the fact that Kyle Kuzma wasn't in the game, and yeah. he took the extra shots. Yeah, so uh, to your point, I, I need Rui to step, because even, like, just since we drafted him, I, I liked the pick when we got him, but, and even in college, I liked him a lot, but I just feel like he hasn't really just taking that next step like you know and it's like i forget what was it his fourth or something year in the league it's his third Third year year in the league so his his third year denny's second year Corey's first year yeah and i'm not giving up on any of those three neither am i And it's just so Rui. i think it, it hurt his development a lot that he had to miss part of the season and this whole off season when he you know he was in japan there yeah. for the olympics and and that hurt his that hurt his progression but for him, I just need to see him be more aggressive. Like, this is the point of the season here, like I'm saying, where wins don't matter anymore. We're not, we're, you know, we're not trying to sneak into the playoffs as the 10 seed. Rui, go out there and show everyone what you can do. 
Yeah, I mean, to your point, if there's any time to, you know, show up and just try some things. It's right now. It's right now. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on 106.7 The Fan, DC Sports Radio. I'm Adam Epstein. Darren Haynes, CBS Channel 9, WUSA Channel 9 sports reporter, joins me next year. We got an action-packed show today. We'll preview uh, USA against Panama later in the show as the World Cup uh, qualification ends tomorrow. Uh, We saw, obviously... The biggest news in the soccer world was Italy didn't make the World Cup. Portugal and Cristiano Ronaldo did make the World Cup. So I'll bring you that later on the show in a quick soccer segment uh, later on. But next, Darren Haynes from CBS 9 on The Fan. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to The Fan here on a Saturday morning. You're listening to AWOD Radio. I'm Adam Epstein. At AWOD Radio is where you can find me on social media, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O. But on the hotline right now, very happy to welcome in to the show, sports director and anchor for WUSA 9, Darren Haynes. What's going on, man? What's going on? Did I Wait, did I just get a round of applause? I heard, I oh, heard, yeah. heard like one person oh, yeah. clapping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Donald, turn on your mic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, this is, this is exciting, man, because growing up, man, I used to watch you all the time. Uh, on Sports Center, and you know that's always been a dream of mine to get on Sports Center, and so uh, very happy to have you on the show today. I'm glad you're here in D.C. and uh, let's get started here with the Washington Wizards. I was just talking about how the fan base needs to embrace the tank, and uh, it's the <laughs> toughest part of the season, right? Because you watched the game last night, and at the end of the fourth quarter, I'm like, I'm hoping we lose, and we end up winning. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know what? I really wanted to get my weekend off. On a positive note, you know, today and maybe do some lawn work or something like that, and you literally just brought it back down by starting <laughs> off with the Wizards because because I totally agree with you. It's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, we're not going to make the playoffs. I mean, we, I mean, technically, we mathematically we still could, but we're not. Um, and so that means let's try to put ourselves in a position where we can at least get the best draft pick. Like, let's stop winning games so we can increase our chances. So I'm totally with you. Um, in regards to the Wizards tanking, but obviously, you know, these guys go out to win. A lot of these guys are trying to prove um, why they should still be on the Wizards roster. It's kind of like they're putting together their, their resume tape as the season comes to an end. But it's, man, it, it is, hasn't it been so disappointing over the years? Another losing season, I believe it's like four straight now. Um, but especially the way this season started off. I mean, when they had like one of their best starts in 40 years, and then now we come to this where it's like, okay, now we want this team to tank so we can get a better draft pick. It's kind of quite disappointing. But I totally agree with you. Even yeah. on this Saturday, you want to start off with the Wizards on a negative note. Positive, we want them to tank. It's been a, it's been a wild roller coaster of a year. I mean, I can't believe we were actually chanting MVP for Montrez Harrell at the start of the season. Like that's that's so wild. He's now. Let me ask you this, and then we'll move on from the Wizards. I promise. Rui Hashimura, Corey Kispert, Denny Avdia. Who's the better player five years from now? It should be Rui Hachimura if he if he if you know if, if he plays all right. I I love Denny to be honest with you. I think that dude's a is a baller. I mean, obviously he, he even played well as of late. Um, but Rui Hachimura has the guy the the build the the features of a guy who should be one of those star players. Um, and he so far is I, I would say he hasn't really necessarily lived up to it, and I think that's proven. But then you know he didn't play this entire season, so who would have who who knows where he would have been at if he played the entire year and he didn't sit out for a little bit of it because of personal reasons. But I'm going I'm going Rui, but I love Denny. Love Denny. 
Yeah, man, I I love Denny too, and uh, he had a big game last night. But I would probably agree, Rui has the intangibles to be uh, the better player in the future. Talking with Darren Haynes here of CBS 9 on the fan with Adam Epstein. Let's go around uh, the NFL here. What do you make of all the moves with the quarterbacks, you know, going all the all the different teams? You've got trades with wide receivers. Uh, Tyreek Hill heading to the Dolphins. I, I'm uh, of the belief that Tua will fail in Miami, and then they'll end up being like the Rams and grab the next Matthew Stafford, whoever the be- next great quarterback <laughs> is that wants, you know, a change of uh, scenery. Uh, what do you make of the NFL offseason and all the moves? Obviously, this I think this offseason has been a little bit different than others because – you know, people were trying to get quarterbacks. They weren't necessarily the best quarterbacks in the draft. So, and then the free agency quarterbacks weren't necessarily as good. And then there was the, you know, the the sweepstakes for Deshaun Watson. And uh, you know, I, I'll get on the Deshaun Watson in a little bit. But you mentioned like the Tyreek Hill thing. Like, you know, that that I hope he has fun in Miami because you know <laughs> they're trying to do some things over there. Because um, obviously Kansas City has been a franchise that has now been so successful over these years. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I was actually telling my wife joking around. I was like, man, I, I, I wish I hit the weight room a little bit harder back when I played <laughs> college ball. Um, because you know, he's, he, he's going to get, he's getting paid and, and he's making moves that it's good for his career. Maybe not necessarily for the team wise, because Miami, I don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl. but, um, but then you have like the quarterback situation in regards to like the Sean Watson, where, you know, he was basically a player that nobody was kind of going after. Next, thing you know, he, He's with the Browns. Um, I, I feel bad for Baker Mayfield. You know what I mean? I'm listening to the presser yesterday, and the, and, the, and the GM is like, you know, Baker Mayfield's still on our roster, but he did mention Deshaun Watson will be our starter. I'm like, wow, the guy hasn't even stepped onto the practice field yet, and he's already the starter. So Baker Mayfield, like, I feel bad for him um, and, and, and his, his little commercials that he does inside the stadium. He's going to have to find a new one. <laughs> Dude, those are they're, they're but, great commercials, too. <laughs> oh, an amazing commercial. He's just going to have to find a different stadium. Cause I know, you know the people that endorse him for that commercial, they're probably like, oh, damn, what are we going to do now? <laughs> um, but it's, it's, been a, it's been a wild situation, especially like with the, the commanders, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that um, in regards to finding their quarterback in. And I, I love Carson Wentz, and I feel like it's kind of like a, a backup move for, for Washington. But uh, but they could have been in a much worse situation if they didn't strike when they did. Yeah, I, my whole thing with Carson Wentz is I'm a little disappointed that we haven't used free agency to grab him some more weapons. And so that's why when it comes to the NFL draft, I think Washington – should maybe even take a shot with the 11th pick on a wide receiver like Chris Olave. Totally agree. You know, I mean, like, if we are – like, that's the thing is that I think – I think Ron Rivera doesn't truly believe in Carson Wentz if he doesn't go out and grab a wide receiver help from him or a running back or a tight end. So I agree with you on the part. Definitely that was that was my choice that I thought of, I don't know, maybe like a week ago. I was like, okay, let's, let's definitely try to add some weapons around Terry McLaurin so it's not just – He's the only star that's always getting double teamed and um, got somebody on the opposite side that can at least spread their coverage on the defensive side a little bit. So it gives him some more opportunities because obviously we don't know what kind of Curtis Samuel we're, we're going to get. Right. Well, that's the year. thing, Darren, is I think I think Ron Rivera overestimates his talent. Like, I think he looks at Curtis Samuel and says, oh, he's going to get healthy and he's going to be great. And we still like Deami Brown because we drafted him high up. Like, no, man, they, they haven't proved it. See, I, I, I'm going to, I guess I'll not disagree with you just a little bit, but I think it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you in regards to how he, he evaluate, evaluates the talent, but I guess I'll disagree because nobody knew 
that his body was going to heal so poorly. Mm-hmm. You know, young guys, you know, they, they can break a leg and they come back two weeks later ready to play. Um, that's a joke. But you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah. thought that, that his injury will last this, partic- last this long. Yeah, certainly um, a freak injury. But I will, I will say this, though. You know, um, when, after Carson Wentz had his presser, um, you know, Ron Rivera comes back into the, into the room where the presser was taking place, and I was doing some work stuff. And Ron and I have known each other for years. And we're just talking about Carson Wentz. It's normal shop talk. And, and we both sort of agreed, and, and it's sort of what he hopes. He believes in Carson Wentz, but the Carson Wentz that he believes in is the Carson Wentz that we saw back in Philadelphia, the one who was outstanding. And he really hopes that if that Carson Wentz shows up, we, can, we meaning the, the Washington Commanders, can win a lot of football games. And so they're kind of hanging their hat on that, hoping they can get that particular Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, so see I, think he does be, I think he truly does believe in him. But he wants it to be that, that Carson Wentz that we saw early in his career, not the one over the last couple seasons. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the Fan. I'm Adam Epstein. Darren Haynes joins me right now on the hotline. Nine-time Emmy Award-winning sports director and anchor. <laughs> My God. Me up, man. Hey, man, I, I'm super <laughs> hyped to have you on the show here. So, of course, I got uh, to I, I, I hype you up a little bit. Let me ask you this, though, because you reported closely on the name change and the whole reveal there of the rebrand to the Commanders. They said they're working on a fight song and a mascot. Has anybody followed up on that? Because we're getting closer here to the regular season, and I don't know what to chant when they score a touchdown. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. I'm supposed to be talking with Jason Wright actually next week sometime. I don't know exactly when. Um, but I know when I, was, uh, when I was talking to Jason maybe about a month ago, um, he was mentioning that the fight song, I guess, can still work the, the current fight song that is, but just changing a few words. I don't know exactly what that will look like, but I'm assuming maybe it's going to be the same rhythm, you know, the same beat, the same kind of champ, but just changing a few words. Yeah. But um, hey, can so, I, I don't so, want to cut you off, but in my opinion, that's a bad idea because people at the game will still drop the R word a thousand times because of that. Well, you, you're going to, of course you, you're going to get that, but think about it. Two or three years from now, let's let's make this up. Let's let's get all our Washington fans super excited. Three years from now, we're coming off a Super Bowl title, oh, right? Oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> let's, let, let, I'm doing the show naked. Let, let, let me knock on wood. Hold on. Let me knock on wood to make sure, like that. That we got to make sure this actually happens, though. So, but I don't think when this, if the team starts winning, and we're winning championships, I don't think there's going to be a fan that's going to be so stuck on the path. That when they say "Hail to the Commanders," if that's how it goes, mm-hmm. and they're gonna say the R word, like maybe you're gonna get that drunk guy who's really can't let go of the past. But when they start winning, I I just don't, I I, I can't see somebody really like that stuck on the old name that they're gonna keep chanting it out. Now, definitely because this is a transition period and way human beings are, we don't like change and we don't like the way things are. So you're going to get some of those people who are going to definitely going to replace it with the R word because they, they feel like they, you know, they're, they're stuck in the past and they don't want to let go. But when the team starts winning, trust me, a lot of stuff changes. Darren, what do you make of Jack Del Rio? Uh, his first year here, I thought he was amazing. I, I, I loved him as a head coach when he was in Jacksonville, and then I think he was in Oakland after that at some point. I, I've loved him, but then I was really disappointed last year. Can he bounce back as a D coordinator? Yes, I, I think I think he can. I think what we, you kind of got out of that that first year, um, you know, obviously it was Chase Young's rookie year and stuff like that. Um, 
I believe Jack Del Rio does know what he's doing, even though a lot of people don't necessarily agree with him on that. And I think that's why he was confident and not worried about losing his position um, after this poor defensive performance over the year. I think there's a little bit of just some of the pieces that Washington brought in messed with a little bit of the continuity. And then we also had some people who were doing their own thing and, and, and the way that defense works. And I, and listen, I, I played college ball, never played in the NFL, but I can, I was able to understand defenses. And when one person doesn't do their job can mess up everything else. And there were a lot of players who were doing individual things, which why, which was why the defense was struggling. Now it is up to the coaches to make sure they, they correct that. And that's on Jack Del Rio. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about Jack Del Rio not doing his job. I think he'll be absolutely fine, especially bringing some of the guys back that were there before. Um, I think the William Jackson thing wasn't necessarily the best, but I mean, Washington has been known to kind of get guys that played a certain defense and then they come to Washington and they have to play in a different way and it doesn't fit. Yeah. Like maybe even like a Landon Collins or something like that. Um, so I, I'm, if now if Jack Del Rio and, and defense struggles again, there's no excuse for that. There's, yeah. there's definitely no excuse, but I, I'll give him the pass on this particular year. I agree with you there, and I see what you're saying. I mean, it, we. I mean, if you watch the games, you could see individuals were trying to be stars, and and sometimes it worked, and sometimes it didn't. Let's end this uh, with yeah, the NCAA I tournament. Those guys, I think one of those guys was Chase Young, to be honest with you. I, 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 mean, I love yeah. Chase. I think you're yeah, right. I think ahead. Landon Collins was was another one of those guys, also, and that's why yeah. you know sometimes he flashed in the backfield, and sometimes you know there was a guy streaking wide open in the end zone. Uh, but let's end yep. here with the NCAA tournament. It's been so much fun action every single night. It feels like uh, almost every game has come down to the wire. Hasn't been that many blowouts uh, this postseason. You've got number five, Houston, against number two, Villanova. Number four, Arkansas, against number two, Duke. Who are you going with in two, today's uh, two matchups? All right, so I got, this is a tough one, man, because my wife is from Houston, and she's oh. going to be with all her Houston Cougar gear on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in my household, but like, listen, I'm a, I'm born in Connecticut. I'm a UConn guy. I'm a biggies guy. And I've seen Villanova literally whoop my UConn Huskies yep. firsthand. And I think the Villanova is a much more dominant team when they play the way they, they're supposed to play with, 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 uh, with Justin Moore, a local guy from DeMatha and stuff like that. Of course, Brandon Slater from Paul the six. Um, but that is a team that is, that is going to be tough to beat. I don't see Houston winning that game. On the Arkansas-Duke game, where Arkansas should have been UConn, if you really want to think about it, if they didn't lose in the first round, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> I have, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride that Coach, that Coach K train to the end, man. I'm, 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 I'm riding it. I think, I think Duke has, obviously, on paper, a much better team than Arkansas, even though Arkansas has been playing very well as of late. But I'm, I'm riding that Coach K train, so I'm going Duke and, um, and, and Villanova. I love it, man. I agree with you, but uh, if I agree, that means we'll, pro- we'll probably both be wrong. Darren, thanks so much for your time, man. That <laughs> My was fun, man. already wrong. I know, I know. Dude, I had Gonzaga, Arizona, and I was bragging after the first weekend. So stupid. Well, I had Arizona, Baylor, so I'm with you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this was fun, man. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks for hopping on. All right. Thanks for having me on. Yep. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on The Fan, we've got a ton more to get to here on in the show. I'm going to break down uh, Sunday's NCAA games. We'll talk about the NBA uh, playoff situation as it's approaching quickly here, who I like in the Eastern Conference. Uh, It's going to be fun with the Nets here now that Kyrie's going to be able to play. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I was talking to my friend the other day about like music, and he was just telling me how he thinks Kanye songs last forever. He's probably right about that. Like certain Kanye songs are are going to we're going to be listening to them for sixty years, seventy years. Oh yeah, we're, we'll, years. we'll definitely be senior citizens, like still listening to, to Kanye yeah. for sure. And if you ask my dad, he says the same thing about the Beatles. Right, exactly. <laughs> Paul McCartney still got it. <laughs> You're listening to AWOD Radio here on The Fan. Open lines, as always, throughout the show. I want to hear from you, members of the AWOD Army. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Or you can tweet me throughout the show, at AWOD Radio. Let's go to Anthony in D.C. What's going on, Anthony? You're on The Fan. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good, man. I appreciate you taking the time to call. Well, look, Godsmack, Awaken, Awake, that'll, that'll get you up in the morning. you got to hear it. It's it's awesome. Okay, you got four Davids and you got four Goliaths. Yeah. Um, I'm saying like this: it, it, it Duke, North Carolina, in one semifinals. But other than that, you got St. Pierce, who I think that coach is going to be the next coach is going to be coaching somewhere else. You look at Jim Lariaga and you look at Kevin Simpson. Sampson. Houston and Miami, a possibility they might meet. I don't know if it's in the semifinals or in the finals, but I'm like this. Everybody wants Mike Krzyzewski to win. Uh, Norlin Richardson, 40 minutes of hell. Arkansas beat Duke. History could repeat itself, but it's just too wide open. Yeah, I'm going with Duke and having them match up with UNC in the final four, just because it'll be so historic. And and I, I think, you know, we, we got to give so much credit to uh, UNC this season 
And the fact is, is that Hubert Davis has turned that team around already, and they're playing spectacular. And the thing I love about this North Carolina team is they're just filled with ballers. Like every, that's the thing I love about college basketball. As some of these guys here, like if you're drafted to UNC, you probably could have gone anywhere in the country, right? And so when it comes down to it, like you might be scared against some teams, but like a lot of these guys, they love the big moments, right? So. That's why I thought, like, man, UNC, they came out to play last night, and Caleb Blood was unbelievable, and he's not even, like, getting consistent minutes throughout the tournament. It's just the big moment, you know, a guy like at North Carolina is going to thrive. Yeah, and like you said, I, I just love college basketball in general for that reason. It's it's guys out there just really just balling, playing good basketball, you know, team ball, and, you know, obviously a lot of guys are trying to make it to the next level. It's, you know, not like the NBA where there's contracts and business and stuff involved. So you really get that pure game in college, I feel like. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Open lines here on AWOD Radio. Let's go to Mitch in Jersey. What's going on, Mitch? Hey, how you doing, Adam? Hey, man. Thanks for calling. How you doing? I, I agree uh, that this is going to be some team, but I, I still think the Sixers kind of got to fleece them a little bit because uh, Ben Simmons, Maybe from the, the his the resistance to practice shooting and just not doing anything but collecting money, mm-hmm. he's got a hernia at this now, so that karma comes back to bite him. But the, I still think the Western winner. I think we see new fresh faces. I think the Suns might get in there, but you got to watch out for Denver and Memphis. Memphis is deep, and if Denver gets uh, quarterback Jamal Murray, I think they can get to the finals and maybe play the, the Nets or the Sixers. Yeah, I love. Uh, what do you I, think? Yeah, I love Jamal Murray, and I've been a fan of the Nuggets. Obviously, I'm following. Uh, Bones Highland, former VCU guard that's been spectacular with them. I will say in the Eastern Conference that the 76ers are like my wild card. Like, I don't know what to expect when it comes to the playoffs from them. You think, I mean, and they've got a great, like, matchup. So they're probably going to be the two seed matching up with Toronto in the first round. That They're going to wipe them out. That's easily. And then if they get Boston in the second round and they can avoid Milwaukee until the finals... We'll see how seeding ends up here uh, at the last few you know games of the regular season here, and and how we figure that out. Because so look, let's look at it. So first place is the Miami Heat, and I don't think anyone wants to face Miami right now. Uh, but I don't think anyone looks at them as like, oh, they're unbeatable, you know. And then the second seed is the Sixers. Third seed's the Bucks. Fourth seed, though tied with the Bucks, just a half game behind them, is the Celtics. Then you have the five seed Bulls, and I don't want to face the Bulls in the first round. Like absolutely. That is a nightmare scenario for Milwaukee, I think, if you have to face the Chicago Bulls in the first round with DeMar DeRozan playing so well and Zach Levine, and, and they've got a young team, too, that's going to be energized in a playoff series. So I think the Eastern Conference is wide open. With the Western Conference, as much as I was talking about earlier, with there's injuries you know, at the top of the standings there with uh, Memphis missing John, John Morant and Golden State missing Chris Paul, I think when it comes down to the playoffs, we're going to see the top four seeds win the first round. I just don't think there's going to be an upset in the Western Conference because I don't truly trust the Lakers. New Orleans Pelicans feel the same way. Clippers are missing their dogs. Minnesota Timberwolves probably too young, right? Need need another year. Uh, and so I just don't see it happening. But we'll go around the NBA next with my guy Justin Fensterman from SiriusXM. Fancy Sports on the fan with Adam Epstein. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.